Hey, what's up, guys? It's Big Cat. Before you start listening to this episode, I wanted to let you know that we're running a special sale on all Barstool merch. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. Go to store.barstoolsports.com and use code PODCAST for 10% off. What it is! This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, no. But he does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always doing Oh, yeah. Welcome to another episode of Hard Factor. It is Florida Man Friday, November 22nd. Congrats, guys. We made it to Friday. Another Friday. Made it. Yes. Long week. Had the live debate stream, all sorts of stuff. You guys may remember last week, uh, Mark and I, had we had a Florida Man off. That's right. That's right. I see on the table you paid your bet, Pat. I'd like to thank the listeners. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, my <laughs> and, the, and the guy from the story, R.I.P. But I'd like to thank the listeners the most. Well, can we thank my guy from my story, R.I.P. as well? R.I.P. for that. Yeah, guy. So yeah it was okay. close. It was like, valiant it was, effort. Yeah, it was like fifty-five, forty-five. It was close. It was the taser death. Yeah, but I got, I got Mark the cop uh, car. naked cop car. Six forties. They don't sell forties anymore. They sell forty-twos. Yeah, I got twelve extra ounces of old English and two packs of Dorals. Yeah, they actually had doors. They had them in a secret drawer. The guy's like, I don't know what the fuck those are. And we're like, we don't really know if they sell them anymore. He's like, hang on, I got one last place to look. And he opened a secret compartment, and lo and behold, menthol doors. I also got a, uh, a weed <laughs> gas station scully for me. And I got a weed hat. So we're ready. Yeah. Nice. All right, ready to take us on a nice, long, yeah. delicious news buffet of Florida Man headlines. It's going to go Mark, Wes, Pat, and myself. Mark, get us going. Okay, leading off here with the Florida Man story we missed last week. Technically, we didn't miss it because the story broke like Friday morning and our show comes out Friday morning, but we record it, you know, the night before. So we, we didn't miss it, but let's yeah, get to it. Yeah, we didn't miss it. it. What are you let's talking get about? to it. And that is a Florida woman allegedly oh. bit her boyfriend's penis and threatened him with a knife oh. after she accused him of wanting to have sex with another woman. Wait, so. just wanting to have sex with another woman? Yeah. Everyone's penis is getting bitten then. And Flo- yeah, I mean, that's not even just that, Florida. That's some hot How Florida. aggressively did he want the sex with the other one. Well, we can only assume. The alleged assault <laughs> happened after a nice long binge drinking session in a Miami Beach, I'm going to assume, apartment or trailer that ended at about 3 a.m. Esperanza Gomez, 33 years old, uh, she was drinking a bunch of beers and, and d- doing whatever else with her boyfriend when one of her female friends or their their female friends joined them at about midnight. Okay. Um, that woman did leave around two. She didn't stick around. And that's when Gomez accused her boyfriend of having a wandering eye. Ah. Uh, in fact, she yelled, you wanted to fuck her, didn't you? Okay, that's a little different. I thought maybe I thought she bit his penis for just uh, wanting to have sex with other humans, which is a human nature I'm, need. She saw which is in front I'm, of you. I'm assuming he was just like all attention to the other. A little girl. different. Yes. Rubbing mm. her shoulders, cracking her beers, next to her, <laughs> smoking cigarettes with girlfriend. just her, asking her for to go out with a cigarette, yeah. and ignoring Esperanza, asking her about her yeah. dad. <laughs> I don't know. Um, things escalated from there, though. After the you wanted to fuck her, didn't you? And she, uh, the coup de gras came as uh, Gomez got down low. And allegedly bit his penis. So Ooh. do you think she she went down to feign oral? Probably yes. Had well, to, yeah. You don't right just before, you don't just get in there. Right. I jumped ahead right before she went down. I'm assuming she like got down on all fours and then like army crawled towards him and bit his penis. What? But 
about I don't, what's going on in your house. Well, so like because this is why I don't, I don't think it was during sex because here's what happened. I I, I skipped a part. Huh. While she was screaming at him, you wanted to fuck her, didn't you? She started uh, grabbing him by the arms and holding his arms, and then she grabbed a knife and was poking him with a knife. And she's like, "Didn't you? Didn't you?" Oh. So she was she was attacking him with a knife first. Holy and then shit! She bit him and the then so I don't think went... I don't think he was just like let's have sex. I think he probably had. So some she just went knife poke knife down. poke dick bite. And then went down low and bit his dick. Yeah, hmm. allegedly. What kind of damage was done to his jennies? Um, I think he's okay. G- Gomez was arrested and hit with aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. Unclear if they're referring to the knife or her teeth. Just a flesh wound. <laughs> right? Yeah. So Damn. it's not a bobbit situation. He's got his dick. He's got his he's dick. Fine. He's fine. got a bruised dick, and he probably is going to go after that other girl. There's been an uptick of stories <laughs> right. of police finding next dicks. Door. By the way, I saw uh, a, like headline, the the a headline from like... Um, the Miami, the Orlando Herald, or one of the big Orlando things, and they're like, uh, recently there's been an uptick in machete violence, and I'm like, you fucking hacks, they stole that from us. Yeah, it's true. Much. That's the trend that we identified. We also, identified that. also credit Orlando. Precarious situation <laughs> though for that guy. Like, uh, if you're like not, you know, it's if it's not like a solid relationship, don't bring another girl into it. Like at yeah. the beginning, no. that's a bad. Not move. a hot girl that you're interested in. Yeah, All right, guys. A uh, Florida man and Trump supporter who robbed a bank had an interesting request that most bank tellers do not hear when someone robs them. Uh, it seems when the man who was sporting a "Make America Great Again" T-shirt um, thought the bank teller was a little too generous while in her fear-induced state, um, he had a, had a weird request for her. So you see, 73-year-old Sandy Hawkins of Boca Raton did want money, but not too much money. Okay. And huh. when he told the bank teller he wanted $1,100 and she gave him 2000 he demanded she take some of the money back. And this well, is I like this guy. What? Yeah. Well, here's where the story gets really sad, guys. That's Sorry. fair. Yeah. That's fair. The thief of the conscience. Yeah. yeah. It gets sad. So you see, um, think- in his note he handed to the teller, the man wrote, give me $1,100 now, no alarms, hope to get caught. Hope so, to get caught. Hope oh. to get caught. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Is that like the threshold for a felony or something? Uh, that's what I was thinking, too. Is that too. reverse psychology? I don't know. You just got to be been- thinking, if you're the teller, you're like, I'm about to see a uh, police uh, suicide by police here. Like, yeah. that's what, you know. That you, yeah, you, I mean, yeah. Yeah. scary situation. But why do you say no alarms? Because um, they don't want the alarms. Yeah, but it's a silent alarm. It's scary. You ever worked in a bank? Never no, I've never worked in a bank. Ever seen a bank? Ever seen a movie? <laughs> ever seen a movie? in a bank robbery movie? Do you hear like the red lights flashing and stuff? No, 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 no it's a silent alarm. Everything's a little different yeah, in right, Florida. Yeah. Right. So anyway, he said hopes to get caught, and he did. After some folks at the local sports bar he frequents identified the man, and when police confronted the man at his house, he quickly surrendered, saying, "I'll make this easy." And uh, <laughs> yeah, of here's what gets really sad: uh, police seemed to think the old man had just snapped, reaching a breaking point, and had been suffering from extreme sadness after his wife died in 2013. I'm gonna stop you there, Wes. Six years of extreme. To go to jail. Yeah. To that. Oh, this is yeah. an inappropriate story for Florida Man Friday. Now, yes, it did happen in Florida. It deals with a Florida man, but let's keep these sad ones. <laughs> let's keep well, these sad ones. Kind of, it's kind of funny. Like, how, like, why is he going to ask for like, a specific well, amount? <laughs> it's funny that he lasted six plus years, 2013. Could have been early 2013. Almost seven years. And he ended up wanting to rob a bank. Yeah. Right? Like, he yeah, just like, it was something he wanted to do. He wanted to go to Sorry. jail. Wanted the camaraderie of jail. I guess. Yeah, I that's know. a good point. That's a, uh, I like that. Maybe, yeah. on the sunny side it, of life. It, yeah. He could have gone to the sports bar. Um, what? His glass of orange juice is half full, Will. Anyway. <laughs> sorry. Didn't mean to bring it down here. All right. Well, if you guys want to make $1,100 but don't want to rob a bank, head on over to predicted.org slash promo slash hardfactor20 to make some legal money mm. by betting on politics. It's uh, 100% legal in all 50 states, unlike bank robbery, which is 100% illegal everywhere. And when you sign up using the promo code, you get a free 20 on us uh, when you deposit a minimum of 20 bucks. Um, and if you tuned into our debate show Wednesday night, you saw just how much money you can make and how much fun it is to bet mm. on these clowns.
things and what they might say. Um, so let's talk about some interesting markets that are out right now that you can make some quick money on. My personal favorite being, will Pete Buttigieg see an increase in poll numbers? Um, and, and this is a quick closing market. It closes a week from the debates. And I think he did okay in the debate until Mino uh, Kamala butted in and attacked him for wanting no, to— it was Tulsi. It was Tulsi? Yeah, it was Tulsi. No, yeah, sure? it was Tulsi. Yeah, yeah, it was Tulsi. Okay, it was my bad. Military and military crisis. Uh, okay, yeah, gotcha. but that's yeah. a fucking lock bet. Buttigieg will well, see here's, here's why. So the bump is based off of the— uh, specific poll that predict it uses and i think right. that was eight percent for him yeah he's a, he was particularly low compared to other polls in the poll that predict it uses mm. he did good on the debates he's been get crushing it exactly of course he's going to go up we're going to see maybe some dropouts yeah. that'll help him so yeah like, as mark said he's been he's been he's leading in iowa new hampshire yeah. um and you can see uh, so right now you will uh, see that you can buy yes for a bump at 61 cents. There's still a lot of, a lot of meat left on uh, Little Pete's bones. Buttigieg also is favored to have the biggest polling bump, according to traders on Predict It. So if you think he's going to have the biggest, it might be fair to say he will definitely get a bump. What yeah. do you guys think? Absolutely. Yeah. That's, sci- that's science. Yeah, exactly. Someone, someone's so, got to go up. Right. So he's re- going up the most. Yeah. So remember, <laughs> go to predict.org slash promo slash hardfactor20. Get your $20, uh, $20 jump start on us. The next debate will be December 19th. So get in now. Take a look around. Get to know the site uh, now so you can be prepared to cash in on the next debates we'll have some uh, a more uh, that's right know. and star spangled gambler is confirmed going to work with us in that debate probably right yeah they will have a chat with yeah, he had a good yeah. hong kong tip on yeah, the he's, been, he's been getting at us and vice versa so we'll, we'll have some super expert news. love it yeah. yeah all right guys i got a double florida man drug story for you mm. so nice. first up yeah i know it's, i'm stoked it's twice the fun <laughs> nice uh my least favorite element the wind ruined another life this week go mm. figure Mm-hmm. Right, a Florida man was pulled over by Fort Pierce police, and this was, uh, I guess, it was this this month. Wind. Uh, so last month, this this guy got pulled over by the uh, Florida Fort Pierce police, and when they searched his car, they found cocaine residue inside of a Budweiser can, along with a crack pipe. Huh. And the, uh. the, the problem is, guys, the, the the man didn't even put those drugs and paraphernalia in his vehicle. Oh no! How they get the, there? the wind did you say? Well, that's what I'm saying. The Florida man told police, uh, "quote." The police or the wind must have placed it there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the wind, the wind blew the bag of cocaine. I like how he told the police, the police or the wind. Like could have been like, you. Either you framed <laughs> me the or wind. the wind yeah. did. Yeah. Your yeah. call. Yeah. Who do you want it to go oh, down as in the record books? <laughs> you got the. You were the wind. Only I can see two options. Here. Only you yeah. have the answers. Uh, you can bet this man's going to be exclusively rocking windbreakers when he gets out of prison in the next two to four years. Yeah. Uh, okay. Second story: A Floridian was arrested at the McDonald's in Clearwater, Clearwater, Florida, last right. week with a hypodermic needle uh, filled to the brim with liquid meth mm-hmm. but what else is new right uh, the real news here is that when police got the 41 year old 380 pound martin skelly big boy to over to the uh, to the to the booking station they drew straws to see Unit. who had the privilege of giving him a cavity search <laughs> which subsequently turned up drugs but not in the cavity that you would think not in his butt where in his ear Mm-mm. huh like in his a belly fold? a button in his belly button uh, he had uh, a fold uh, for sure he's the 380 but in his belly button. 380 also wow. probably had a deep belly button. Yeah, oh, so deep, bro. It's cavernous. Uh, presumably, the department rookie uh, fished out a two and a half uh, gram bag of methamphetamine <laughs> from deep inside <laughs> Skelly's belly button. It wasn't visible until you dug in there? No, you had to get in there, man. <laughs> I wonder cool. how far, like, like how far up the wrist that guy got. Like, oh, bef- you know, where, where you could, where the stomach was, like, sitting Can on Can you imagine skin? what it yeah, smelled like? He had like, one of well? those, like. Plastic claws that you stick in and claw it out. Yeah, that's meth. Not even a method wants to do once it comes out. Belly button uh, smell is something nobody wants to smell. When when asked about what he was doing, Skelly responded, I was just being dumb and not thinking. Yeah, that's Mm. that's a go to. That's default. Stupid, I guess. That's default mode for Skelly. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Just not thinking. I was just in default mode. Stinking, (laughs) stinking, never thinking.
Nice. All right. Let's take it over to a uh, shout out from a list for, from, for a listener, Josh, on Twitter, who submitted this one in the DMs. It's about Bruce Bagley, 73. He's a professor of international studies at the University of Miami, and he's one of the world's foremost experts on the drug trade and money laundering. So I bet uh, he is. Yeah. He co-published a book. <laughs> I bet he is. Right. He co-published a book entitled Drug Trafficking, Organized Crime, and Violence in the Americas Today. And has wow. been a contributor to various journals on the topic. So a real learned scholar about, uh, you know, the drug trade and everything else. Sounds like a fun guy. Interesting guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Old Bruce. Well, you'll never guess what he got caught doing. What crime do you think he got He, he got caught doing? Running numbers. Mm, yeah, I think I know, Willie. Yeah, he was laundering money. Over two and a half <laughs> million uh, in bribes and other shady money from Venezuela. And he profited 10% of that, so 250000 the U.S. government contends that Bagley was collecting payments into a bank account that he owned in, the, in America, then sending them to a quote-unquote food company somewhere overseas, and then taking the money from the food company, turning it into cashier's checks, and paying somebody else with it. So just classic money That's just laundering. That's a textbook launder. Huh. That yeah. sounds like a foolproof plan. <laughs> yeah, <he> was, <laughs> right. I like how he was hiding in plain sight he as is an expert. expert. He's like Frank Abagnale, the I, guy from Catch Me If You Can. That's the like fucked up part. No, 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 no. You, you if you're if you're a money laundering expert, you don't fucking money launder. You're gonna get caught, right? <laughs> well, book sales aren't aren't what they used to be. I well. was I was watching the National Lampoon's Loaded Weapon One with Emilio Estevez Love and uh, Samuel Jackson mm -hmm. yesterday, mm -hmm. and uh, or two days ago, and, and, and that one scene with John Lovitz, he's laundering money. So they open up the thing, and his his washing machine's la he's laundering money, <laughs> and then and then right afterwards, he goes, uh, Emilio Estevez yells at him, he goes, "Give me a name," and he goes, "Aren't your parents supposed to do that?" Mm. <laughs> <laughs> That's when my wife left the room and she's like, I, I give up. You Fuck you. Like, Naked gun. Naked gun. All right, what do we best. got next? What's next? Naked gun. Of the Anyways, uh, so this guy, uh, let's see here. He, that was his scheme. His colleagues, though, at the University of Miami uh, are confident he will be exonerated in the sure. end. So good luck to good luck to Bruce. All right. He's going to get the fucking book thrown at him. Full, full reel. Yeah, yeah we'll oh, see. Oh, oh. That, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm just saying. Oh, yeah, yeah the judge, the judge is coming for, down on for real. Yeah. All right, my next story is out of one of my favorite places in the world. And speaking of uh, the birthing ground and home to my beautiful wife, Tampa, Florida. Shout out Tampa. Shout out St. Pete. King mm. High School in Tampa, Florida, in the Temple Terrace area, where apparently uh, there has been some touchy teachers in the past, had a different kind of ghoulish discovery last month. While looking for the lost Ridgewood Cemetery, ground-penetrating radar discovered 145 graves buried three to five feet underneath the ground of King High School. Oh, my God. Hmm. Why were they doing that? They were looking for the cemetery. They were looking for the cemetery, oh, were, and, and okay. like information led them to the grounds of the high okay. school. By the way, Touchy Teachers, that. great name for a softball team. Yeah, if you're teachers, yeah. and, it, and it's an all-adult league. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, officials said because many of the people buried at the cemetery were infants or small children, uh, the smaller coffins would be difficult to locate just by scanning that and the 75 years of decay uh, causing problems. They're going to have to like dig up completely the grounds. Um, it is Hillsbury County's second forgotten cemetery uncovered in this calendar year. Earlier this year, crews discovered unmarked graves from Zion Cemetery buried under the Nobles uh, park housing projects and it's important to note here guys that these are african-american burial grounds we're talking about in particular and somebody um here's a quote somebody has got to get this right has got to write this wrong this is not the first or the last unmarked cemetery there are going to be more uh that are found we have to do something uh this is from yvette lewis who's the president of the hillsbury county and oh, ncp so there's these like you know african-american cemeteries that have been lost and forgotten and then like 
they're building. So basically, like for them. tons of people in the South had never known it, but they've been haunted by these cemeteries mm. their that, whole lives. That's my opinion too, Will. Because like I'm thinking right now, that high school has got to and has been haunted, right? Like, can we get some DMs? From, this makes me uh, concerned. Like where I live, yeah. maybe I'm on a burial ground. You Are never you on know. A burial ground? I mean, you never haunted? know what's happening. Is, you, you have nightmares. One uh, way to figure it out is to talk to the janitor of the school. He's going to well, know. janitor, but also I, I want some DMs. We have a shitload of Tampa listeners, so I need some. We we got to get some DMs from King High alums or people that went to a nearby high school. Uh, I want to hear about the hallways and the classrooms. Are we haunted here? Uh, I'm guessing. Will had a good take on this. What's that? Is that? And this is sad. This is a bummer. But for kids, Will, right? You were saying that oppose this team in sports gives them a lot of ammunition. Oh yeah, I mean, you could just—they're the ghost people now. Yeah, you could have ghost mascots taunting them and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so that's a free that that well that's a that's on the house for anybody in the district of these. A lot of ghost taunting from other (laughs) opponents. I also think that these phrases are probably uttered a lot now. The ghost stole my homework, and uh, you want to give me a hand job in the only place that isn't haunted in here, Hmm. right? High school. What do you mean, getting a hand job? Yeah, well, yeah. you get a lot of hand jobs in high schools, right? <laughs> one. I, I, I got one. I, I got one. Yeah. <laughs> Zero. That's two. That's two. All right. Oh, uh, wait. I'm going to continue. Barstool is proud to be working with the Movember people here. We're trying to keep people alive, right? And they're trying to wait, raise funds and awareness for men's health. Movember is the leading charity dedicated to changing the face of men's health around the world. This November, whatever mustache you grow will save a bro. Your support will change the face of men's health, raising awareness and funds for prostate cancer, testicular cancer, mental health, and suicide prevention. This year, Barstool's own Donnie Does is growing out his mo to save a bro. Join him on the Barstool Movember team and help us change the face of men's health. For every $50 that you fundraise on our team, you get an entry to win, you know what, a trip to two to join, the U, uh, to join us at the Army vs. Navy live college football show in December. That's coming up. So head on over now to Movember.com slash Barstool to join our team. Grow your mustache and fundraise for your chance to win that great grand prize. Mm. Nice. Yeah. All right, guys, a Florida man who, according to police, was either under the influence of some awesome drugs or mentally unstable, uh, likely both, decided he was going to answer a question he had been pondering for years, and that is, what's behind those mysterious ceiling panels at Walmart? Uh-oh. What are they no. hiding up there? I've, no. always, I've always wanted the same the thing. The same as every idea, building. Buddy. Yeah. I think. So he did what he had to do, and he crawled his loony ass up there, uh, sparking an immediate evacuation of the Walmart. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> <laughs> Good for him, um, though. Yeah. Good for him. Um, Living his dream. Yeah. When deputies arrived, they tried to persuade the man to come down from his perch, but the man wasn't budging, citing he had not had enough time to determine what was really going on up there. So the police turned to a tried and true method that always produces results when a crazy person refuses to budge from their perch. They tased the shit out of him. Yeah. Um, yeah. No word on whether the man fell like a ton of bricks to the floor or if they took precautions to ensure his safety. Uh, but he came down. Um, he was immediately taken to the hospital for a mental evaluation that probably took three seconds and uh, for the large lump on his head from hitting the floor. I hope he landed on, like, the big uh, bin of bouncy balls. Oh, the ball yeah. bin. That'd be such a great, <laughs> such a great landing yeah. spot. Laid a bunch of dickies on the yeah, floor. The store just covered in balls. Yeah. Um, a spokesperson a spokesperson for the Pasco County Sheriff's Department said of the incident, quote, it's going to be a long investigation. It seems like there's a lot to unpack here. Except, but uh, that's exactly what the guy was saying. Once he got up there, there was a lot to see. They agree. Right. They should give this guy a medal. Yeah, I mean, it seems pretty cut and dry to me. He just, uh, just... I, although I got to take issue with one thing. I don't think that this was his first time in his... I don't think like he was he was wondering what was up there. I think he's he's climbed into ceilings before. <laughs> you think he was just going home, Will? Yeah. <laughs> this is the first time he got caught getting back into his apartment. He was going back for his meth that he stored up there like a rat. Yeah. yeah. So he's not currently facing any yeah. charges for his misguided curiosity. Um, hopefully he gets the help he needs. 
Yes. All right, guys. An eight, seven, and five-year-old were uh, participating in a park cleanup in St. Petersburg when they inadvertently experienced what uh, is in Florida a rite of passage, finding a handgun in a creek. Now, this tribal ceremony happens uh, in a Floridian's early teen years usually, uh, but kids are growing up faster and faster these days. So when a seven-year-old, Abigail Ellis, spotted the gun, she called out to her little brother and friend saying, here's a gun. Come see it. All right, now this tag game is going to get a lot more interesting. Yeah. Now, guys, I was surprised when I learned that instead of embracing the gun and its powers, uh, the, the little ones avoided the firearm and ran and told an adult. But once it was revealed that it was a BB gun and not a revolver, I was less concerned right, about good. Abigail's unnatural act. We, we oh, talked good, about yeah. it. The, the preferred weapon, even for children, has got to be machetes. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what that's what a seven, eight and, and five year old should be using as a machete. That's what I'm saying. But like when you get in your teens, <laughs> you usually get into a gun yeah. phase and they found the gun early. Like if you if there was like a flag of Florida, it would be like a, a mustache, a machete, Florida or, or, or like a 40. And then <laughs> yeah, a, hep- like, a, a, a positive hepatitis. A test. Python, maybe kids, kids, <laughs> handcuffs, <laughs> kids in other states. Right. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Kids in other states like discover that Santa's not real sometimes earlier than others or like watch an R-rated movie, sneak it in Florida. It's it's machete or gun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But bottom line, guys, I love a good coming age story. So, yeah, yeah. Good, good fun. Nice one. It's like stand by me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, did somebody did they shoot somebody in that movie? They found a they body. They found a dead body. All right. Someone that's shot right. somebody. That's where the trope you want to see a dead body is from. Yeah. 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 That and Boys in the Hood. And that was ignorant of me. I'm mm-hmm. sure Florida already has a flag. But if they wanted to redesign of it, they, they might do. put those. Not a good one, Will. Not a representative one. <laughs> Don't they have the one that's like it's kind of looks like the Confederate flag a little bit? Well, here's what we'll do. We'll, we should probably know this. <laughs> here's what we'll do. We'll, we'll design a Florida yeah. flag, yeah, guys, and we'll shit. throw it, we'll throw it up in a couple days. All right. All right. Let's move let's move it on to one more here. It's a Little League violence double, all right? Uh, First up, Albert Ramos, 22, was arrested in Polk County in Lakeland, Florida on Friday after assaulting an umpire at his nephew's baseball game. I love that. Yeah, Probably making some bad calls. mm -hmm. His nephew's game, not even his own kid. Nephew's game. And he's 22 at his nephew's game. Like, don't be 22 at your nephew's game, right? No, no, that's great. You got to support the team. Not if you're going to punch an ump. Well, maybe they, we don't know what the ump was doing. Well, well good place to find a single mom. Oh, right? yeah, could have been. If that's what you're into, Will. I mean, Wes. Now we're getting we're learning about what Wes is. <laughs> Wes, release your browser history. I will not. <laughs> so, so let's yeah, let's yeah. Let's, yeah. T- let's get into what happened then. Albert was able to remain calm enough after an alleged bad call during the game uh, that he was able to talk to the ump after the game. So he didn't didn't charge didn't charge the ump during the game. Uh, but that conversation after the game apparently did not go well because it ended with the umpire attempting to kick Albert out of the entire park. So, like, you're not da- just out of the game. You're out of the park, buddy. To which Albert responded that by screaming that he was going to kick the ump's ass and then he just punched him straight in the face. Yeah, uh, we're not restarting the game until you get into your Mustang and get the fuck out of here. <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, that was what was the ump tried to do. <laughs> Yeah. How old was the ump? Was he a kid? Because a lot of those, a lot of those Adult, umpires, two adults now. Oh, fighting. Okay. Man, umps have been getting a real bad rap over the last week. Did you guys see that TikTok where the the ump just left the stadium because uh, someone was like, "Why are the kids taller than you?" Essentially shitting on it. these people are fucking. Well, I'm leaving the game if someone says, "Why are the kids taller exactly?" Than you? Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're they're getting paid dog shit to ref your fucking. Well, but they also like doing games. it. Usually, <laughs> it's not like it's not like a they job don't where. Like it. It's like no, hobbyists, I feel like. No, didn't you see? Didn't you see fucking Mighty Ducks? It's I've done a mandated. shitload of sports refereeing, and it's well, not enjoyable, well, especially when people <laughs> give a shit. Yeah, when my kid played uh, Little League, the parents had to take an oath that they weren't going to act like pieces of shit. 
I've done soccer, Did so- you sign the other idea? Yeah, I said it. I signed it. Yeah, yeah. Dodgeball. They made you say it. Dodgeball's the worst. Yeah, they make you say it and well, sign it. They need to make Albert Ramos sign that same petition because uh, he ended up cutting this ump's lip and breaking one of his teeth. Uh, he's already out on bail though, uh, it, but he's not welcome back at Highland City Ballpark. So tough loss for Albert. Yeah, so Albert he won't be able to attend his nephew's games, not at that park at least. Now let's move it over to Coach. <laughs> Donald Mullins, a 40-year-old who's been charged with battery after he repeatedly pushed a young girl on the ground and then apparently hugged her and tickled her afterwards. This is in oh. Pasco County, Florida. No. Oh, God. Pasco <laughs> County. That's where the guy climbed up in the Walmart. Yeah, exactly. Pasco. Big week for Pasco yeah, County. So week. something's in the water in Pasco. Wait, uh, so he assaulted her and then... He, did he try to make it better? Oh yeah, he, yeah. Well, we'll get, he made it worse. I'm going to tell you. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. Mullins was a soccer coach for the opposing team who was scrimmaging against the 12 year old victims team. He decided to join the game for some reason, so he was playing uh, I think with I know 12 year old girls. The game. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for some reason, huh? I would. I would fucking pay every dollar in my bank account to get. He's in, like shirts for skins to get inside this guy's head for this decision making process. Which one am I gonna push down and tickle? All time offense. <laughs> so he, he proceeded to push uh, this the victim, the girl on the ground, three to four times during the scrimmage, and then after the scrimmage was over. He went to the bench and hugged her from behind uh, and tickled her on the head to make it let her know it was all good. You know, Where were the parents of this young? Yeah, I get this, so. this, did this <laughs> not end in a beating to death? <laughs> no, not there. Because yeah. uh, oh, uh, after that, she filed charges with the cops. But Coach Don Mullins claims that all that contact, all of it, was incidental. It's part of the game, baby. The cops are like it was Mullins, wasn't it? Rub, <laughs> rub <laughs> his racing. Yeah. Rub oh, his mugshot. You got to see Mullins' mugshot. A little contact in soccer, yeah. Uh, that's not funny. That's All not right. funny. And that's going to do it for Hard Factor this week. Uh, busy week. Thank you guys for uh, co- going with us through the debate show, uh, through all the podcasts this week. It's been it's been fun. Uh, what do we got coming up? Anything special that we need Thanksgiving. to Thanksgiving. Everyone's got Thanksgiving coming up. Thanksgiving. Yes, yep. Thanksgiving coming up. We got some Around the Hills coming out, uh, talking yes. about Thanksgiving. We have a book review that we're going to uh, put out where K. Marco and Riggs join us, and we're going to put that out. That's about Catch and Kill. Um, yeah. Ronan Farrow's book. In case you were wanting to buy that on Black Friday, we'll have a review of that. And will will we have three shows next week? So we're doing a Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday show. Then we'll be off for the rest of the week because of Thanksgiving. Right. So Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday next week. So that's yeah. the schedule. And uh, most importantly, have a great fucking weekend. See you later. Yeah. I just took a DNA test. Turns out I'm a hundred percent that bitch. Even when I'm crying crazy, yeah. I mean, who would wanna hide this? I will never, ever, 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 ever be your side chick. I put the. This-